Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Welcome to Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso. You're about to meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events, and emerge triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Here's Frankie to show you how. Greetings. It's Tuesday, November the 5th. 2020, if you believe it or not, and the world is still waiting for the outcome to the U.S. election. Wow, it's a nail-biter for sure, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no I have doubt. not been quiet about who I support yeah. and why, but I do want to say that for me, this is more than a political race for a new president. It is, more importantly, a race for the return of morality and decency yeah. and truth and integrity and the end of divisiveness, yeah. and all of that is on the line, and I believe that line has been sorely met, given how close this race is. It is most disappointing to me. And guess that's why I'm pleased to bring you my guest today, who is going to inspire all of us to raise our vibration with his new book titled, Let's Talk About Making Your Life Exciting, Easier, and Exceptional. Art Rios is my guest. He is a trial lawyer by profession. He says a student of humanity by choice, a friend <laughs> to all by nature. And to that end, he wants to make sure that you don't have any regrets at the end of your life. In fact, if you're bored with life or wondering what's the point of living, Art has a gazillion reasons why you should stick around, uncomplicate your life, and even join his Let's Talk tribe. So welcome, Art. <laughs> Frankie, thank you so much. Such a pleasure to be here. And of course, such a pleasure to be uh, able to talk to all your friends. I'm honored to, uh, to share this time with you. It, it's gonna, I know we're going to have a blast. Thank you. Yes. You know, you talk, um, it was so interesting because there's so many things that you said in your book that I said in one of my books and I'm like, oh, look, friends, friend, birds of a feather. Um, but I really love how you start off your book and you talk about how you want everyone to understand um, that their imperfect self is enough. Yeah. You know, they are enough. We are all enough. We don't have to be like anybody else. We shouldn't try to be like anybody else yeah. because we're unique for a reason. Right. right? You know? Um, so let's talk about that a little bit. What prompted you to write the book? Well, I'll tell you, I, 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 as you were saying, I'm a, I'm a studier of humanity by nature, but I've been that way since I was a teenager. I've always been one of those people that people gravitate towards, and I also gravitate towards them. I, I've just, I just genuinely like people because I truly believe that everybody in their heart is, is a good person. Um, and unfortunately, the way that our humanity has developed or has, you know, and there's, there's been great progress in some areas, but other areas that, that worry me a little bit, but because for example, technology is a grand thing, but it's also eroded a lot of our, our methods of communication, talking about being yourself and accepting yourself. You know, we, we've gotten to a point where we're marketing and, and again, I'm not blasting advertising or marketing in any way, yeah. shape or form, but they want to sell us on, on what perfection is. And there's no such thing. I'm perfect. You're perfect. We're all perfect because God designed us the way that he wants us to be or, or the universe designed us in a way that, that serves its purpose. So, I mean, as you can tell, I'm a big guy. I've always been a big guy and, and, and I love it. You know, it's who I am. But unfortunately, as I mentioned in the book for many years, you know, I was 
going down that wrong path where I was thinking, no, that, you know, you can't be this way. You have to be thinner or you have to be in, in better shape, et cetera. And then I realized that, no, wait a minute, this, this is who I am. I'm, I'm pretty happy, go lucky, as long as I'm healthy, which thankfully I am. That's all that matters. And I think that the problem is that we get into this rut where we say, okay, when I get to be, you know, uh, this weight or when I get this degree or when I achieve this, then, then I'm going to be able to pursue my dreams and do the things that I want to do. And I I think that is, that's just sad because then we're putting off our enjoyment and our capabilities to do grand things. and And we can all do grand things. The problem is, also, there's a misconception of what's grand. You know, mm-hmm. we each have a, a grand design and it may not seem like a grand thing to somebody, but it, in the in the general purpose, it is. So I think it's a matter of saying, no, wait a minute. You know, as I say in the book, everybody's nifty. And it's not that we're better than everybody else, but we're very good because we're where we have to be, we're who we have to be, we're designed the, we, the way we have to be. And the sooner you say, you know what? Perfect. Uh, this is who I am then you can start enjoying your life, making it easier, making it more exciting, but then getting to that exceptional part of fulfilling whatever your destiny is and not putting it off because you don't think uh, you're as good as, as the next person because we're all yeah. excellent. We I all mean, are. you're so right. We, too many of us um, put our life on hold until yeah. we're like this or like this. And full disclosure, you did have, you did have bariatric surgery, yes. right? And yeah. so you could talk from both sides really and say, you know what? I lost a whole bunch of weight. I Life did, didn't yeah. really change that much for me. No. Uh, I'm still the same guy. I'm still a big guy. Right. And my, you know, as long as the people around me love me and, and, you know, understand who I am from the inside, not the outside, mm-hmm. uh, life is good. And so you've learned that, you know, right. you tried it. Yeah. I mean, there, there was with, with the old surgery, as I mentioned in, in the book, you know, my weight was starting to weigh on me and, and, and it was a full pun intended there. Yes. But the reality is that I had even lost more weight after the surgery and I kind of gained a little bit back, not all of it, but just a little bit where I think my body said, okay, this is where you're supposed to be. This is who you are. And, and that's who you are. And I feel magnificent, you know, and I say, as long as my wife thinks I'm sexy, which I guess for some reason she does, I don't know. Uh, life is good. And it's, and it's important though, that, that, that I'm healthy and that we all are because uh, as long as your numbers are okay and, and your doctor tells you that you're fine. Oh my, I, I just had my checkup uh, this month because it, it was my birthday this month. And I always get my checkups uh, around my birthday. And he told me, no, you're doing great. You're doing fine. So th- that's where you need to be. As I say, if, if I know that I have to lose weight, I'll do it. If not, screw it, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's just a matter of accepting yourself and not just physically, you know, emotionally, intellectually, uh, with your education, you're where you have to be. And, and gosh, we're, we're all great. We really are all great. You know, I really truly do believe that um, we are capable of so much more than we know. And I know that for a fact, because I, I, uh, you know, underwent that experience. However, um, one thing that I noticed, I mean, you do have a partnership with your dad Mm -hmm. and my dad is the most important person to me. And I know it sounds like to your daughters, you're the most important person to them. And so what, how much weight did, you know, your, your father play into this attitude that you have? around human humanity and, and, you know, this love that you have for people. 
I'm going to tell you, I think that in, in the book and in, in the dedication, I, I thank my dad uh, because he taught me, he filled my life with righteousness. My dad's a very righteous, a righteous man, um, an attorney you know, going on 50 years. And I think that I, I learned a lot of things from him. And, and what I, I think I learned the most was that you teach by example. And not just by telling you this is what you have to do. Uh, my my work ethic I learned from my dad. You know he's still you know he's in seventy five, still going strong, and loves working every single day. Uh, I saw how he respected my mother. You know, and and that to me, and he still does. I mean, they're they're together twenty four hours a day because my yeah. mom works at the office with us. And so I saw that also, and it taught me a lot about relationships. Uh, the way that he was with me and my with my sister and I was also incredible because he's he is an incredible dad my mom's incredible um so i would tell you that just the example of being a good person i, I learned from them uh but he also inspired me i mean of course through his law practice and we practice immigration law so it's a it's a area of practice where you can help but help people you know we're helping right. people pursue their dreams and seek safety and all that so I, I i picked up his his empathy for people no doubt i i learned from him but i think if anything it's i learned from him that that push to make sure that that you fulfill fulfill your potential uh, and whatever that may be and, right. and to always be striving uh, towards that. So I owe a lot, a lot to my, my dad. I can't fail, but mention my mother as well, because I learned a lot from my mom. They were both in, incredible, incredible, uh, 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 role models. But when, but in that chapter about being yourself in the book, I also mentioned that sometimes we might get into, which happened to me when I was younger, we may also try to emulate other people thinking that, you know, they're the bomb and, and we have to be like them and we act like them. And I, and I kind of fell into that. You know, I worked myself out of it. Um, but once you start to realize it's, it's okay to pick up good traits from other people and kind of incorporate them into who you are. But at the end of the day, it's finding yourself. That's such a blessing. And when you finally do and you just say, gosh, you know, and again, it's not that you're better than anyone, but you're not worse either. Right. And you just learn to love yourself and to accept yourself. There's a chapter in the book um, on gratitude, which I think is probably the most, I call them talks in the book, you know, yeah. uh, I think it's the most important talk because I think that gratitude is the most important baseline, you know, for, for a human being. But the reason why I mentioned that is because I also say in that chapter that one of the most important things is that you don't forget to thank yourself, mm -hmm. you know, for, for what you're doing, for what you're accomplishing, for what you're providing, you know, to your family, to humanity and all that. Um, you and I actually, I, I was, we, we were discussing that you and I share some common charities that we love. We do. Yeah. Yes. I mean, for example, I, I'm a, I, I'm a huge supporter of mercy ships. I think that that's an incredible thing. Too, World vision, uh, the SPCA, uh, you know, it's just something that I believe in. Yeah. Um, and, and just, I noticed that we have very, a lot of the charities, we support the same charities. Yeah. Impact's really important to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I talk in the book about pursuing pleasures and, and I don't mean, and, and that's not to be in a dirty or nasty way to no. the contrary. It's just defining what gives you pleasure. And one of the things that I mentioned is that charity, I think is a soulful pleasure. It's one of the most wonderful things uh, you can do. And, and it, I think, you know, it gives you pleasure. It gives me pleasure. A lot of people. Um, and, and the way it works out, you know, we call it karma, what you will, usually everything you give comes back to you tenfold. That's not why we do it. No, no. But that's just the way the, uh, the universe 
seems to work itself out, but not forgetting to thank yourself, you know, because Mm -hmm. we, 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 you know, you thank God, you thank the universe, you thank your friends, you thank everybody that's helped you along the way, but don't forget to thank yourself because we also strive and struggle and do some pretty amazing things. And we forget not to be arrogant, but it's okay to say to yourself, you know what? Good job. Well, you know, not just that, but you know, we, we fight with our ego. We fight with the, that, you know, the, mm-hmm. the board, I call them the chair, the board that, you know, that lives inside our head that, right. um, you know, argues with us and sabotages us and does yeah. all these things to us. Right. And yeah. so, you know, I, I have been on a weight loss journey the last eight weeks. And uh-huh. I mean, I wake up and I think myself said, thank you for, you yeah. know, sticking to it this time. Thank you for doing that because I'm going to, I feel happier. You know, right. I, I feel happier. And, and so that you're absolutely right to do that. But let's say, let's say you hadn't become a lawyer. What were your parents' thoughts then? Did they have cared? Well, actually, my, my dad, it's funny. And, it, and I have a, an older daughter, Maria, and she's a junior at Wake Forest, and she wants to become an attorney. And, and I keep telling her, honey, you know, don't think that you have to because I don't want her. I mean, I, I haven't influenced in any way. I think that uh, all lawyers don't want their kids to be lawyers, but when they do, we couldn't be prouder. Yeah. So my dad initially wanted me to be a doctor, but that, that didn't really work out because if I see blood like, you know, two miles away, I pass out. Um, but it's funny that I, I did love psychology, uh, when I was in high school and that was one of my, my favorite areas. So yeah, that's, some, that's something yeah, I just, I just, I still do to this day. I loved it. And uh, I, I always figured that it was, it would, it would have, you know, I would get involved in something uh, along those lines. I found up, I wound up going into business uh, and I mentioned that in the book. Uh, and then I'd had a huge a failure, but I, I think that it was, it was a blessing uh, meant to be. And it was a huge, it was a huge blessing. Um, so here I am loving my law practice, but also loving the fact that during the pandemic that we've suffered, I finally found the time to be able to to pursue this dream. And it was one of those things that it was always in my heart that I wanted to write this book and, and to continue writing. I'm, I'm working on the, on the second book already because it's just, I just love to talk. And, and I'm hoping that now, now that this book is out there and I have, you know, the webpage where people can kind of help me with, with the future talks. I'm just really excited to make this a, a true uh, two way conversations that, that people can chime in uh, on, on what I'm talking about for, because for example, one of the biggest things for me in, in, in let's talk in the first book is you don't have to agree with everything you read in the book. You might like some chapters and you might say, There's, mm, you know, I don't buy that. That's cool because you just, if you want to implement some things in your life from the book, perfect. If there's some you don't like, I, that is absolutely fine. You know, I, I've been reading self-help books and personal development books all my life and, and, and they're wonderful. The only problem is it's always a system and it's always very complicated. Yeah. This is more, I, I always like to think of it more as the old fashioned, uh, like Mark Twain and Will Rogers, where they were more essayists and they would just kind of share their thoughts on life with people and then people yeah, you take what resonates or just exactly exactly yeah. you take what resonates and leave what doesn't and that's yep. you know that's all all people can do when you when you speak to a crowd or whatever take that's what right. resonates leave what doesn't you know right. don't throw everything out with the bathwater. yeah, and, yeah. You know, <laughs> there's always some nugget there's always a nugget in in there that Absolutely. you know you can walk away with and go yeah I didn't think of that before. And it changes that perspective on how your no day's going to go or, or, or change your life. Yep. Um, it was interesting. I, w- I was going to be a lawyer and, and I wanted to be a psychologist and I wanted to be like everything. And uh-huh. I have a brother who's a doctor, a lawyer. In our- <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be everything. That's my problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. But 
you know, my dad told me I could be anything I wanted to be. You can. And I can. And I know that. And, and yeah. it's always, it's been such a blessing to me to, to, to know that from such a really young age because I just did stuff. And people go, well, how did you get to do that? You didn't go to school for that. I go, I felt I could do it. Yeah, and so you do it, right? I that's, mean, but yeah, but look at look at the things you've done. Because I was reading, I mean, you've been involved in kickboxing. I thought that, I that, was, that was fascinating, and and then you're an artist, uh, and you know, you're drawing all these beautiful portraits, and then you're helping all these wonderful charities, and you're you're putting this show together. You know, you've got five books network. now. You know, I mean, I mean. I, so you just keep going. I mean, you, talk, you talk about yeah, but Have but fun. you're you're an actual uh, person that's so diverse. And, and look what everything you've accomplished and the people that you're helping. So, I mean, you're a, tr a true yeah, Renaissance I, woman. Well, I do think that some people are born knowing what they want. And that's, yeah. that's wonderful. And I wish I had, but some days I wish I had been born today. I was going to be a veterinarian. I was going to be a jockey. I was going to be, you know, this and that. Like I was going to be, as a matter of fact, I had a nickname. It was Iwana because I wanted this and I wanted that. Right. Like, <laughs> I love that. I like it a lot. But, but you know what? I'm a person who loves change. So yeah. it works better for me to be able to change things and do new iterations, right? Than stick right. to one thing. And that's, that's what we talked about from the very beginning is being that individual, be that individual. Yeah. Like I talk, you know, you brought up Michael Lozier and I love Michael Lozier. I've been to Michael Lozier's, you know, uh, what do you call them? Um, Workshops. And, yeah, yeah. workshops. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, Michael talks about, uh, he does the, the law of attraction. He talks about, well, if you can't believe it, then believe that you're in the process of. And, yeah. and I think that's really, really important um, distinction because, mm -hmm. you know, the mind believes what the mind believes. But yeah. what I want, where, where was I going with that? The, the idea that um, you don't want to be somebody else, but sometimes we want to model other people's behavior. Right. You know, like you're not, okay, you don't, I don't want to be Art Rios, but I do mm -hmm. want to be a trial lawyer. So right. I'm going to act as if I'm a trial lawyer and model his behavior as a, as a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And that will give me a sense of, do I like this? Don't I like right. this? No. Is it for me? Do I feel uncomfortable or comfortable doing this? And, and so that's okay. You don't want to become art. You just right. have to model his behavior. In oh, some gosh. Right? And, and, I, and that's I, what we're talking I, about. Absolutely. I actually, I teach here at, at Stetson Law School and I teach trial advocacy. And one of the things that I tell my students, would, and, and I learn more from them than they learn from me is, look, what we're going to learn this semester is I'm going to help you find your voice in the courtroom. You don't have to be Art Rios, you know, because it, it'll never work. It, not right. because I'm better than you, because a lot of them are better than I am or I will ever be. It's just that it's their voice that's important. And sure, you can pick up, you know, some nuggets and some, and some fundamentals. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I want them to feel comfortable, whether there's no white or the wicked witch, it doesn't really matter as long as, as they're themselves. Um, and it's so important to do that. And, 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 and you were talking about trying new things and, and doing daring things. Actually, I, in the webpage, we have a club and, and I, and I put, do a little daily message and, and I want to just share the one from today Yeah, because it goes actually to exactly what we're talking about. Uh, Julie Cameron said, leap and the net will appear. You know, mm -hmm. and the problem is that a lot of people were just afraid to take that leap of faith, you know, and, and it goes back to how we started talking about being yourself and having enough faith in yourself. You know, if, if you just have the determination and the will and the desire and, and faith, you know, you leap and the, the net's going to be there. I don't know. You remember the old, uh, I think it was like the third Indiana Jones movie where one of the things was a leap of faith. And he takes a step and it's just this huge hole, but it was a, an optical illusion because it was actually like a stone 
walkway there. And I always think that that is so correct. If it, all you have to do is, is have faith, take the leap. The net's going to appear. It's going to be there for you if you have the desire and the drive and the determination and you believe in yourself. That's really all that matters. 110%. I started The Believer, which is kind uh-huh. of my coaching thing. And The Believer says, what would you do if faith and, 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 and trust were your partners? What, would you, what could you accomplish? You know, if you believed in all of that stuff right. and had faith in yourself, right. yep. everything, it's everything. everything. That's so all it is. I want to talk about your, your, your family for a moment because you mentioned sure. that you worked with your mom and your dad. Yeah. And I'm wondering, and, and you get along and that's a lot of people couldn't do that. <laughs> so do you think that's the Puerto Rican background? Cause I know as a European family yeah. is the dynamic is a little bit different than it is for, you know, I'm going to call you guys bonja cakes out there. Don't, don't, oh, don't no, 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 but, but you completely, <laughs> it's absolutely true. And, and actually to me, it's one of the, the biggest blessings in my life is the ability to, you know, my dad's across the next wall in our office. I can always just open the door and, and go ask him a question. Um, I think that that's what's been incredible about it is that he's been a, 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 besides being a great mentor, we've also merged now after all, you know, these years that we've been doing it, where we rely on each other. In other words, I'll go to him and ask him a question. He'll come because we, we even though we both practice immigration law, I'm the litigator, he's more transactional. So he'll come ask me a question. And, and there's that utter trust between us and then, you know, just, just the, the familial love and, and right. the respect, you know, for what they've both accomplished. Um, you know, they started that firm out, just the two of them, basically. You know, my mom was the secretary, receptionist, clerk, and dad doing his thing. And now we've grown, you know, where we have, we have over 10 or 12 people at the office. That's awesome. Um, and, oh, and, but, but it's a big family. So we've been able to keep, you know, that, that family feeling. And I love that it's immigration law because so many yeah. people are desperate to, yeah. to leave bad situations. Absolutely. Desperate. Yeah. It's, it's a fun, good book. I mean, and what I really like about it, because my dad told me at the very beginning, he said, you know, anybody can do it with money. What can yeah. you do without money? Yeah. And so your book is really, you know, you, you talk about simplicity, simplifying yeah. your life, you know, have really good things, one really good thing sure. instead of having a bunch of little tchotchkes or whatever around. So, Absolutely. but the, but the idea of, you know, it doesn't take money to have an exceptional life. No, it doesn't take money to put joy in your life or have an exciting life. You mm-hmm. go walk in a park and sit down and enjoy nature. That's an exciting life. You know, absolutely. You can, uh, create that 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 life through simplicity, and it doesn't take money. No, not all. And actually, you know, it, 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 as I mentioned in the book, I've been through some really tough times. I mentioned that you know I had this huge business that that failed, and I got to tell you, when I've been my in my lowest i've been pretty happy uh you know my wife and i and and the girls we we just did what we had to do and 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 worked our wells ourselves through it but i think it goes back to that whole gratitude uh notion of of my default being always being grateful no matter what and you don't you know you don't need to have a lot of money and 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 even if you do I, i talk about that in the book you know, be extra, but not extravagant. Uh, and, and that's yeah. a little conversation my, that I heard my daughters, my, my oldest was telling my youngest, Alondra, she was saying, you know, dad's biggest problem is that he's so extra, but that's also his biggest strength. And I said, well, that doesn't make any sense till I figured out, you know, now what, what the, their generation. I never heard that well, before extra, but yeah. I got it. <laughs> I like, it's weird. It's extra. My right, kids exactly. For sure. but it's, it's extra is going a little bit past, but not extravagant. And that's what I mentioned. It's okay to be extra, but you don't have to be extravagant. You know, oh my God. It, it's okay to enjoy a, a $20, $30 bottle of wine and, and instead of a $10 
but you don't have to buy the 90 or hundred dollars, which doesn't make any sense anyway. Can so, I tell you a secret? I have, yeah. I have some, some Christmases we have to take a break <laughs> to open gifts. Yeah. Because I, I like this extra, extra person. And right. I just want them to have everything. And it's terrible. <laughs> I can go, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. I go, okay, I'm sorry. We have to take a break. We're talking that's about the, that's the way we are. Yeah. That's we want crazy. to see you know, that, yeah. that family room full of gifts. Absolutely. Sure. But that just shows how much love you have for everybody. That's a very it telling is. sign of, of your heart as well. Yeah. They're afraid for this Christmas. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> eight grandkids now so oh congratulations that's amazing congratulations Thank oh you. i bet you're gonna spoil them ron that's beautiful i can't wait that's can't a great wait. thing that is a yeah. great thing yep unfortunately COVID's here too so it's not yeah. as you know yeah. but they'll, 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 they'll enjoy something for sure right for right. sure oh i'm sure i'm sure you've got um as you said, your book is broken up into talks. And at, every, at the end of every chapter, you know, you summarize, like a lawyer, <laughs> you summarize your important <laughs> points at the end. Right. And, and, and I don't know if you, wait, how you decided what order it was going to go in, uh -huh. but, but you have an order to it. And yeah. it's a very easy read. You don't yeah. actually even have to read it um, in sequence if you don't want to. No, not at all. Pick a chapter and say, okay, today right. I'm just going to, um, excuse me, people, I have a, a roofer on my roof. No, that's right. Getting a new roof. Um, you know, uh, to go through this book and, and just pick up anytime you, you need a pick me up because you are, you do have a great sense of humor. You you write like I write um, from the heart, and you you hear your voice. It's not you're not third person. You know, mm -hmm. it's me, and I'm telling you. You know, come sit down next to me. I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, it you feel that you feel that. And it's like yeah, you know, I, you're sitting with a trusted friend. I, and that's that's exactly what I wanted to feel. And and what's hardest, I think, to do. And of course, with the, with your experience in writing, uh, the hardest part for me was making it a very simple read. I, I actually took away talks from the book because there were more talks in the book, but I wanted to make it a short, simple read, and then just build on on the other talks in other books because it, it's exactly. I just want something that people people can pick up. And if they're in a in a in a lighter mood, you know, there's some chapters on there that are lighter. Like everybody loves the happy hour chapter, you know, and, and lacy Sundays chapter. And then there's heavier chapters where we talk about gratitude, we talk about kindness, we talk about the pandemic, which is really more about overcoming crises in life. So it really depends on the mood you're in. Um, but I want it to be very simple reads. And like you said, as, as if you and I just sat down and we're having a glass of wine and just the subject came up and we started sharing our thoughts on it. That's precisely what, what I wanted the book to be all about. Okay, let's talk about happy hours. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be a favorite talk for everybody. I, I love it, which is great, you know, because everybody always mentions happy hour. Well, yeah. happy hour, I mean, yeah, you know. So you you are a proponent of happy hour. Yes. And everybody should come home and have one or two drinks or right. whenever it's going to happen. Um, and that's it. You're that's not, it. Not every day. You're not an alcoholic. That's but right. You have a happy hour, and Sundays you abstain. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I. I. At the end, everybody loves the happy hour, but I wanna. It's the happy hour, like they used to do it in the old days. Not like today, where you go to a bar and you can get eight hundred beers for for ten dollars or whatever. Yeah. No, this is more of you know the old classy happy hour where you come home from work or you finish your your day's work, and then you know you sit down, make it very elegant, have a, a drink or two. Again, it's not about getting impaired, but spending just that hour you know, with your significant other, if there's family, if there's friends, whatever it may be, just relaxing and spending hour decompressing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and just kind of putting everything in perspective, going back to gratitude, gratitude, thanking yourself for whatever you accomplished your day, that day or thanking your children for whatever they did that day that, that was, that was you know, uh, worthy of praise. It's just taking that hour to 
slow down because that's yeah. going back to our initial conversation. We've gotten into this frantic pace where we're always going, 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 going. We need to slow down a little bit. And, and there's a talk on Lacey Sundays about on, on Sundays, just not doing anything. And it's okay. It's completely yeah. fine. You know, if, if you, if your Sundays are lazy, you won't fret about Mondays is one of my, my sayings. So yeah, happy hours, just about decompressing for about an hour and, and putting everything in perspective and relaxing. Let's talk about the, um, the event where you go off on your own, your little oh, retreat. Yeah. A couple times yeah. a year. You yeah. do, you do a, 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 an alone yep. time retreat. I do. I call that the, the hundred hours of solitude works out to about uh, four days. I think it's a, it's a wonderful exercise. And like you say, it's, you know, once or twice a year, just go off by yourself and you know, you know, you don't have to go off to a cave unless, you know, you want to, which is perfectly cool, but it's just going off by yourself and checking in with yourself. I, I, I like to make these trips as low tech as possible. Um, and just, Going in and seeing where you're at. First of all, you know where at where you're at with yourself. Uh, if if you don't enjoy your own company, you know you have a lot of work to do. But if if you do enjoy your own company, that's the moment for you to reflect. Where am I headed? Where am I at? It's also a good time going back to gratitude. You know to to see how grateful you are. It's a good time to make plans for the future. But I think it is important that we kind of take off a little time to be with ourselves, check in with ourselves, and just kind of get away from everything um, for a few days. It's just, you know, four days, more or less, or, we, or a long weekend if you want to make it. But I think it's truly important. And as I mentioned in the book, it's not about being antisocial or wanting to get away from everybody. I, you know, to the contrary, when the third or fourth day rolls around, you're probably going to be missing your spouse, your significant other, your family, or your friends. Um, but that makes you- thing. Yeah, it is. It makes you value them much more. Absolutely. So I think it's a, it's a great idea. Again, it's a good way. Does your to, wife uh, go away or two or do you just. Uh, uh, she can't, she does, but she does. I mean, she goes visits her parents uh, a lot down in Puerto Rico because we live in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, but all, or she'll stay home and do the same exercise. Uh, and, I mean, I, and I miss her dearly. Uh, I'll write her a, a little handwritten letter, you know, when I'm, when I'm on the road doing that, but she understands that it's important. And, and when I come back, she also appreciates, um, you know, the reflection time for both of us. Uh, and, and my daughters have learned the exercise as well. Like I said, my oldest is a junior in, in, um, in at university in Wake Forest, the, the little one uh, just turned 18. She's close to you. She's at uh, Northwestern, just, just North of Chicago. Um, but they've learned that it's also important to, to check in with themselves. And I think they're very, uh, sturdy and strong women for, for that and for many other reasons, of course. Do you have a favorite place that you go or is it somewhere different? I, there's this little farm that's about, uh, about 10 hours from, from where I live. Uh, it's actually a little sheep farm. Uh, and they have this, oh, it is. It's, they have this beautiful, uh, one room cabin uh, and, and, and it's just a beautiful place. There's this little, beautiful, uh, little town, maybe about a mile from the farm, mile and a half. I just go in, you know, for lunch. I, I talk about how much I love lunch in, uh, in yeah, the you book. Do. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I'll just go in and get dinner, go back and they let me play with the sheep. And, and, but just, I just kind of sit there honestly and read. Uh, and the drive is, is part of the process too. Cause you know, it's a, like I said, yeah. it's about an eight or 10 hour drive and it's a good time to be with yourself and just kind of, just kind of get, get, uh, get situated. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful exercise. And I know it may sound a little odd, but it's just a few days. Yeah, and, no, I don't I think, think it sounds odd at all. Yeah. You know, like for me, I'm not, so I can't sit in this chair and go and meditate. But when I drive, <laughs> the downloads come. 
That's when right. it comes for me. You right. know, I turn off the radio. I go, yep. okay, let's have a conversation, God or whoever. Yep. And yep. and that's when it comes. And the the, the great ideas and the you know yep. I always have a microphone you know uh-huh. or, or a recorder close by. Cause, oh yeah, that's a great idea. Right. I'll forget right. it in five minutes because I'm old now. But uh-huh. no, no, I, I agree with you. I do that. I do the exact same thing. Yep. Yeah. So you know, it is a. Some people can walk and meditate. Some people can sit and meditate. Uh, right. I I am somebody who has to do something and meditate. I'm the exact same way. Actually, in the book, I mentioned that uh, I love to have uh, zero radio or anything on, on the drive to yeah. work and on the drive back because the, I'm just like you. I, I find that to be super relaxing to just drive and, and, and maybe throw the windows down and just, yeah. and just you're actually a in a state of, of self-hypnosis when oh, you absolutely. Drive, like yeah. that. you're on autopilot. Yeah. Right. And, and so it's, it is, you know, it's a perfect time, perfect time I, to I think reflect and perfect. think. And, I yeah. think it's perfect. Yep. Totally. Couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> So you've got a tribe, you have people, you have a club, you want people to join. Yes. Have a conversation uh, yep. with you and each other. Absolutely. The webpage is, is riostalks.com. That's riostalks.com. And, and the reason for the club, honestly, it, it's what's really exciting me about it is what there's a bunch of things in the club. For example, you were talking about how I, I summarize each chapter. Well, there's mm-hmm. little summary videos for each chapter. There's a lot of things in the club, but what I really like about the club is that about every 10 days, I'm going to post a new, a new topic. Actually, you were talking about, you're working on a, on a weight loss program. I, the one we're in the middle of right now is I call it the COVID 20, you know, and again, not, yeah, to, a lot of people, make, not yeah. to make light. Yeah, not to make light of, of COVID at all, but mine was closer to COVID 30. So yeah, too, we've been, <laughs> yeah, I've been posting about, you know, some things I've been doing to try to, you know, again, I'm never going to be a thin guy, but you know, the, the 30 wasn't necessary. Yeah. But the point of the club is that I'll, I'll, I'll post talk, a talk that I'm working on and just start getting feedback from people. It's so wonderful because that's how we can, you know, a talk is, has to be a two-way conversation. So more than anything is the ability to have the club members kind of write the books with me. It's, it's just fascinating. And then we have live events and all that good stuff. So there's a, a lot of oh, interesting cool. stuff. In How the long club. have you been doing that now? Yeah. Oh, this is we're a brand new project brand this new. year, but I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And I got to tell you, it's, it's uh, just, just chatting with people. And, and if anything, at the beginning of the show, you were, you know, you were talking how we're going through a very important time where people need to get back together. We need decency, morality. And I, I couldn't Dude. agree with you more, but the more I do this and, and the more I, I get to talk with people, the more that my faith in, in humanity is restored because honestly, there's so many good people out there. And we there just, are. That we, the problem is we always hear the bad, um, but we just, don't hear the good but that's why that so election results were such a shock to me yeah yeah i know a shock i'm like oh I know. my gosh wow i know i know but but you're the, right i mean you know as birds of a feather flock together and they yeah. certainly do you know i know lots of people say oh the world's filled with bad people I go yeah but i know some amazing people because those are the people who we attract right, right. so right. that that's our tribe and that you know our birds and and, and we know about those people yeah. um and yeah you're absolutely right but we need more and then you yeah. do more vocal because people have to, to know that they're there because so right. many people are distraught that they're not, that they don't see evidence of good anymore. Yeah. And it's important that, you know, maybe even have to be, be more of a spectacle in a way mm-hmm. to show, mm-hmm. show the goodness because they're, they're, it's not showing up in a lot of people's lives. 
And actually, there's one of the when I was writing the book, the the two chapters, the two talks that I I, I was struggling which which one I thought was most important, and the one on gratitude won out, but it won out by a hair uh, over the talk on kindness. Yes, kindness which I is think super is false. important. I mean, it's right, gratitude and kindness to me they they go hand in hand. They do. But what you were talking about is is I in the book I say, look, can we just show one simple act of kindness. And I know, you know, I'm not reinventing the wheel here. This has been said a million times is that we forget yeah. it. And if we can just show one simple act of kindness to another human being, and it could be something as simple as just smiling across, you know, the car when, when you're in traffic and you don't know if that's the only smile that other person may get or, or, you know, helping somebody out on the street, whatever it may be, it makes you feel better. But if we just do one, you know, the, the world gets better and it's happening. That, that That's the thing. And and we just forget it. Um, and and I get on, we have a Facebook page and all that good stuff. And I get emails and I get a lot of emails. Hey, Art, you know what? I, I did a, an act of kindness. And some of them are pretty grand gestures, but, but a lot of them are so simple. But it's in the the kindness and in, in the simplicity it's incredible. And, and you know what? You go through the you, go, you go through the, the the Starbucks or the Dunkin' Donut or whoever you yeah. have, you got Tim Hortons here, and you buy the person behind you a coffee. Yeah. And they come up and they go and so oh they just bought you a coffee. Go what? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And then yeah. you know what? For two hours, people will continue that kindness forward. Absolutely. And it's so amazing to see and hear about. I just absolutely love that. No doubt. Or, or an example, something that I love to do. And, you know, my daughters are so used to it that they're like, oh, here we go. You know, but uh, you're at a restaurant and somebody's taking great, great care of you and all that good stuff. And I'll say, you know, I'd like to talk to your manager. Yes. And, and what's the reaction? It's like, you know, is there anything wrong? No, I really want to talk to your manager. And then they get even more scared because I kind of play it. Yeah. And the manager comes over and says, I just want to tell you what a formidable person you have working for you. I mean, food's great, but the way she's taken care of us has made this an occasion, has made it festive. Yeah. And they're like, you know, who is this guy? Yeah, why um, are you doing that? You, you yeah. and I are so sympathetical. I, I yeah. do the same thing. I love it. It's awesome. It's so but great. it's a matter of showing kindness. It is. And, and even, you know, when, when you it's go. It's generosity. And that's a is. value. It's a value. And people, you know, like as a coach and, and everything else I do, the, mm -hmm. you know, the, the one thing I do talk about a lot is values. Like what, right. what are your values? Because when right. you're in alignment with your values, life mm -hmm. is good, right? And most right. people don't think about what they value. But no. my top, one of my top five is kindness and generosity. Yeah. It ha you know, that's important to me. And right. I remember when I was dating, if, if I went out with a guy and they didn't, and they, they didn't tip, I'm like, right. Oh, you're gone. You're gone. Oh. Like, Oh, you, tip. You, oh, over tip. You, you know, know you, that, that was going to tell you, you don't tip, you over tip. You, you over tip. Know? Yeah. And, and we come back to that cold karma thing. It comes back to you, not, not, not just monetarily, you know, but the kindness comes back to you and, and the gratitude, you know, from other people comes back to you. But Frankie, you know what, what's really important. And, and, and to me, it's, it's the building block of all of it. What does it cost us to be kind? Yeah, absolutely. Not. Hold a door for somebody. Please. Smile for somebody. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. And smile. just please. And thank you. You know, yeah. even with the little kids, like I see today, they're not teaching them manners. No. Nope. Manners, you know, don't need to go out of style. I think they're right. always, they're always welcome. And right. you know, I know my grandkids. What did you say? Please and thank you. Yeah. It's really really important. You know, sure. to me, it's very important. And what uh, you're talking about about manners, you know, I, of course, I'm old school, and I you know, and I pride myself on being a gentleman. You know, I still hold the the door open for my wife. I pull out her chair when we're having dinner. But uh, I, I have a uh, a cousin recently, and and he just got married and had a baby, and we were chatting, and he asked me, so what's you know, Art, what's the most important thing I can do 
for my daughter now that I'm in New Dad. I said, oh, that is so easy. Love her mother. Yeah, yeah. That's all you yeah. have to do. You know, just be kind to her mother and show her an example because then she'll expect that in the future. Um, and again, if we're, if we're just kind to each other, it doesn't cost us a thing. And it makes yeah. you feel good. You know, yeah. when you're kind, you feel good. And if the kindness isn't necessarily reciprocated, it's okay. You know, you tried. but My husband still puts my seatbelt on. Yeah. <laughs> He opens the door and puts my seat on. Like, I mean, nobody does that, but he still does that. Yeah. And oh, no, you know no. what? Like, I, I, I appreciate that so much because nobody does it, you know? Sure, sure. And, and, and it gesture. makes me feel gallant. And, and it also shows how, you know, how much I, I value my wife and, and she deserves uh, the respect. And it's got nothing to do with feminism or anything like no. that. Because no, because I am a feminist. But yeah, no, no. I can't put my own on. Obviously, I can't. Yeah. No, but no, right. And, and I have I, I, that are, I want to protect you. Yeah, right. And I have two daughters that are very strong-willed and, and, and I think, and I'm very proud of them, but they also realize that, hey, one thing has nothing to do with Nothing you, to do you know? with the other. I will hold the door too. It has nothing yeah, to do sure, with sure. for you. So it has right. nothing to do with, you know, being oh, the weaker sex or anything like that. It's just, it's, it's having manners. And well, I mean, I'll you know. tell you, because I've been saying this for decades and I'll put it on the record. Men, I, we are the weaker sex. I've always said women are much more intelligent and much stronger than we are because, I mean, that there's no doubt there, and I'm not pandering to you at all. I, I've just always believed it, and, and I'm so proud of my two daughters um, because they're just truly incredible women, but they don't forget also that there's great delight and joy in being a woman and being a lady. Hey, there is, and I, I really wouldn't want to be anything else, so I'm really yeah. glad about that. Well, did we cover everything in your book? I, yeah, I think we actually, had, I was going to tell you, because I was just talking about my youngest daughter, the last chapter. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. fantastic. It's, fantastic it's, post sheet article. I, I wasn't expecting, it's a chapter on racism. I wasn't expecting to end the book like that, but, you know, Such the things that were happening. Um, but, you know, God works in mysterious ways. And uh, I was trying to put some notes together to maybe write a chapter about it when, when my youngest daughter, Alondra, says, Dad, can you do me a favor? I said, sure. She goes, look, all this stuff that's happening, all these riots and all, you know, these people that are being killed, it really bothers me. And I'm not an activist, but I'd like to write a letter to our family addressing racism. And I said, well, that sounds like a very good idea. And she already had the draft. And when I read it, I said, <laughs> you know, she outdid her old man. So basically the last chapter is her letter to our family talking about racism. And I thought it was such a good so letter. Strong. Yeah, Pattern. because, yeah, um, very powerful. That's Alondra that wrote that? That's Alondra, yeah. Alondra yeah. wrote that. And like I said, she's 18. And, and to have her come through with that conviction and, and that passion and that heart, um, I just thought it was, was really important because at the end of the day, like I say, the book, you know, there's, there's some very light reading, and, but there's also some things that I think, you know, we should all be thinking about, give, but it's give. just to get people thinking about it, Frankie, you know, that's yep. all that really matters. Yeah. No, you don't lecture at all. You're not lecturing. You're not saying oh, no. do this, uh, thou shalt, you know, it's really no. just a conversation and yeah. um, a conversation you need to have with others yeah. and yourself. And it's, you yeah. know, there's nothing wrong. Like when I first heard let's talk, you know, that Bell does their let's talk, uh -huh. you know, do you know about that? Yeah, I've heard about it, yes. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's especially like for people with mental health and who need to talk mm -hmm. and right. kids and, you know, young people who want to commit suicide, whatever. So right. let's talk. And, you know, I've called my first coaching conversation with my shoes because I thought about how people, you know, might be sitting on a, on a park bench thinking mm -hmm. about their life and they either yeah. look up or they look down. And it's yeah. kind of like this conversation with my shoes about, you know, I like that. Who am I? What's my life? You know, what yeah. am I going to do? And, and, you know, we have these conversations with ourselves and it's really great to have them with other people too, because mm -hmm. 
you speak your truth. You speak, you know, if you can be honest and open with people, you don't have to hurt them by being honest, but Not just be, and, and you get to be you, that unique yeah. you that we talked about in the beginning. Yeah. And, and you are going to be a much happier person because you're not hiding anything. Right. And, and if you respect everybody and, and you respect their viewpoints, uh, you know, none of us are right or wrong. We just have our way of looking at things. And it's just a matter of, of mutual respect. And, and we can agree to disagree, disagree, or we can agree to agree. Yeah. But it's, it's just a matter of listening to each other. And, and there, there's actually a, a talk in there about listening. Uh, it's called two ears and one mouth because I say God gave us two ears and one yeah. mouth for a reason, you know, so we listen more than we speak. Um, but sometimes people just need you to listen. And you also have the, the quote, I have it in my book too, about the Chinese, about the, the opportunity and danger. Yes. Yeah, yes. I've got that too. I love that. And I talk yes. about that all the time. We didn't talk about the decluttering. And uh -huh. I don't think we talked about that, the getting rid of this. We talked it briefly, the stuff. Yeah, you know, kissing. I call it kissing, but it's got nothing to do with being romantic or getting yeah. romantic. Although I, I will reserve, you know, a future chapter or, or at least the, uh, the, the opportunity to write about it. But it's about keeping it simple and, and just get ridding, getting rid of stuff. Because the reality is, I think that in this hurried life that we've gotten accustomed to, Sometimes we equate buying stuff with some some uh, measure of accomplishment, but then you realize, you know, what do I need that for? So decluttering and, or the chapter on kissing is about getting rid of superfluous stuff, making space, uh, and then making space for the things in your life that, that really matter and, you know, and a good way to save money or to spend it elsewhere and, and other things that give you pleasure. Yeah. But definitely the less stuff and, and, and less and more room. Stuff is landfill, stuff. you know, stuff is landfill. And, is. and, you know, at this age, my age, I, you know, we are thinking we're totally, like we're looking at our husband. What can we get rid of? Our kids don't want this. Like, what can we get right. rid of? Because you do, you think about, well, if something happens, God forbid, Who's got to clean this mess up? Who's got to get rid of it, right? Like, really? <laughs> right, yeah. And something I just found out last week, which blew my mind, was Amazon, on their returns, it goes to a landfill. Oh, All the returns go to a landfill. Yeah, oh, I didn't know wow. that either. I just read about that. And I thought, wow. oh, my God, the stuff that doesn't fit you, the stuff you decide is too big or too small or that you don't like, goes to wow. a landfill. Like that, wow. how busy and how big they are, Oh my. That's sad. just horrific. It's horrific. That's just sad. And one of the things I talk about in that chapter is one of the, one of the delights in, in, in going through the exercise of decluttering is being able to give, you know, a lot of stuff away. I, I quote one of my favorite quotes ever is from Gandhi who said that you should live simply so others may simply live. Yeah. I love that. Uh, and there's some stuff that you might have in a, in a closet that isn't doing you any good that could make a world of change in somebody else's Absolutely. life. So Absolutely. So everybody wins when you do that, you know? Yeah. I, I, I want everybody to, you know, pick a charity and oh yeah, just give, 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 you know, I know yeah. the diabetes, you know, foundation, they, they, they come, they drive around, they're always calling. They don't, they just want, they want your stuff. They want your stuff that don't yeah. even work, but right. somehow they make money from it. And like, that's fantastic. Yeah. Take it. Yeah. Go for it and enjoy it. And so it doesn't, it's not even a hardship to give it. Not at all. Actually, they're, they're doing, you they're even using, yeah, they're doing you yeah. a favor, right? Like you don't even know you know, how much, how much you're helping. And then when you start giving stuff away, it, because it's important to declutter, but then not to, not to keep buying stuff, you know? Exactly. It's and, not and to, to trade it up. Right. So, and then, but when you start thinking, and you and I were talking, for example, about mercy ships and world vision and, and one of my, my big, uh, my big heart wrenching issues is the children with the cleft yeah. palates, you know, um, when you start all of a sudden realizing that you don't have to That's spend so money on all this stuff, or that you can enjoy simpler pleasures and all of a sudden, you know, the difference 
Frankie, that 10 or $15 can make in somebody else's life is so huge, you know? Well, Mercy uh, Chefs is $250 to do a cleft palate surgery. Right. Can you, can you believe that? I mean, honestly, we may, may, we may spend that on one really wild dinner. Um, absolutely. But absolutely. You know how much difference that make, that's making a, a their whole life. life. And that, that's oh. what I support. What I called Mercy Ships and I said, when I sell my art and I just want the funnel uh -huh. to go to right to cleft palate, right. I just want cleft palate surgery, bing, right. bing, 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 keep, keep them going. That's what because, I mean, yeah. yeah, because it's like that, that money, that 45 minute surgery changes right. their entire life Forever. you know yeah. the, the family can go back to the village the mother not you know outcast right. anymore they're gonna have a, the daughter will now marry the son will now marry it's so important in in a lot of civilizations yeah. you know in communities that that they're not outcasts it, it, they're poor and so yeah. it's such a huge difference such a Frankie, they'll, they'll simply be able to smile yeah you know? they'll be and not be and you know the babies are malnourished because the food can't go down they're, right. they're missing out on a lot of nourishment so it's, right. it's you know it's a health hazard in, mm -hmm. in a way you know it's a necessity it's no a necessity doubt. it's not just i need to to you know to be prettier it yeah. really is a necessity for nourishment and being malnourished so you know folks give give to that if you want yeah. and you know and i don't want your audience to think that that, that the book is about you know, getting rid of everything, becoming a monk and, and helping humanity. No, to the no, contrary, no. the book is about enjoying life. I mean, look at your beautiful also, room. <laughs> yeah, I don't talk about, you know, and, and I, and my wife keeps telling me, what's with the, where's the kissing with all the books? I go, honey, I, books something. are amazing. You know, yeah. Books are just, I, it, it's, they're like children, yeah. you know, you don't want to give them away. But, um, but so the, the book is about enjoying life. It is about making it exciting and easier. But when you, I think that when people read it, it'll make, it'll make more sense yeah. as to where our conversation is going is that there can be this delightful balance, you know, that there's a middle path and, and it's a glorious place to be in where you can enjoy life, enjoy pleasures and enjoy it today, you know, not, not put yeah. it off till you retire or work as, you know, God knows how we'll be, what shape we'll be if, when we retire, start enjoying life today uh you know god created the day in 24 hours so we can divide it into eight hours of sleep eight hours of work and eight hours of recreation and having fun so it's all about having a, a good mix a good moderation and yes i want people to actually to enjoy life and, and make everyday fun but like i say also having that sense of charity of giving it's a soulful pleasure i i truly believe that I had two questions then like sure. just, that had just come up for me. Why do you think people make life so difficult when it just seems so easy for you? Because I think we were ingrained uh, in, when we were younger, um, especially in Western culture, that that's the way it has to be, that we have to struggle, 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 struggle. You know, we, we got to remember that, you know, our, our, our grandfathers, our grandparents went through some really tough times. They went through world wars, depressions and all that. And they had that, that really difficult struggle and God bless them for getting through it. But then even in our generation, the seventies and the eight, especially the eighties, it was all, oh, no, you got to work, work, work. And, and greed is good. And you've got to work 80 hours and then you can buy two houses and 37 jets and all that. But yeah. then you're working so much, you don't enjoy it. So I think it, it kind of a culture slowly got us there and then technology got us across that that bad finish line where we have to be on you know 24 7 and we always have to make make sure that we're accessible so i think that that's why we've gotten there and that we think that life is difficult when it really isn't and and i know it the book it's 
it, it's at times it may seem like I'm oversimplifying it, but the reality is that I'm not. Life is yeah. just not that Okay, I, and I, I think I need to address this because if you're listening and I get it, you know, there's a lot of people out of work, a lot of people can't sure. afford their health care, a lot of people, yes. you know, we look comfortable, I agree. Um, right. and, and so life seems a lot easier for you than it is for me who's struggling mm-hmm. to put, you know, food in my mouth. But it's still the same principle. Yeah. You know, you can find joy in everything. Yes. You yes. know, uh, St. Francis of Assisi had, you know, yep. the animal, he had nothing. And I did a show on it recently. It, but, you know, you find joy in the, in the simple things. And mm-hmm. so, like, you don't have to have, it's nice to have it. Sure. I'm very grateful for it. I, yeah. I went through a, a big struggle for it. But, right. you know, uh, I am very grateful for it. But it didn't happen. You know, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. And it wasn't, you know, not like I didn't uh, struggle to eat dinner. I mean, I remember feeding my kids when I couldn't eat. So mm-hmm. I've been there. I know both right. sides of, of, the, of the story. And I'm just saying that you can still have an exciting, lovely life. Absolutely. No matter where you sit today. Because life will always, it changes. It, it, it's malleable and, and it can always get better. And, you know, for those people that are out there, and, and, and you're right, we shouldn't make light of because people are struggling. You know, there, there's, there's economic hard times. Uh, there's no doubt. And this pandemic has just really hit all of us hard. But this too shall pass. And, and I got to tell you, this may be oversimplistic, but, you know, we're, we're alive. We're in the fight. You know, two thumbs up is better than two toes up, you know, as long as we're alive. I like that, yeah. And, yeah, and we're in the fight. And, and we can wake up and just say, you know, thank you, God, no matter how hard your day's going to be, you're alive and, and you're in the yeah. fight. Um, and God never gives us more than we can handle. I truly believe that. So I know that, that people are struggling out there. Hey, you know, even, you know, I'm an attorney. This has been difficult, obviously, because, sure. you know, if people are in hard economic times, the last thing they need to worry about is hiring a lawyer or addressing some issue that may not be as important now. So we've all struggled a little bit, but like I say, you know, we're all in it together. Yeah. And as long as we, we, we're, we're starting from that, that, that point of gratitude and being kind and helping each other out, you know, it, it, it doesn't all have to be about giving money. It, it's, you know, you give up your time, your talent or your treasure or just show a simple kindness, no matter how bad yeah. your day may, may be going. Somebody probably has it worse. They definitely have it worse. And it's yeah. always going to make you feel better to help somebody. Always does. It's yeah. never failed me. All right, tell people how to get in touch with you again. Well, sure. Uh, the, the book is available on Amazon. It's Let's Talk uh, about making your life exciting, easier, and exceptional. Uh, you can go to our webpage, Rio's. That's R-I-O-S talks.com. But for your audience, I will let before they commit to buying the book, uh, I want to give them a a couple of free chapters to make sure they like it before they buy the book. So they can go to let's talk free chapters.com. That's let's talk free chapters.com. And they can download the first couple of chapters. The happy hour is included in that one. So they can see if they like those, then, then they can buy the rest of the book. And, and, and hopefully join the community. Of, you, 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 the money for, I don't know if the money from the book goes to it, but I definitely the money from, you know, joining your club and whatever goes oh, yes. to the charities. No, no. And from a, the a portion also. of it proceeds. No, so no, proceeds no. go to the charity. Uh, all so, the proceeds from the entire let's talk project. Oh, well then please. But I, don't down, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it's great to download the freebie, but just get the book. You're helping yeah. somebody. Come on. <laughs> and I hope you'll enjoy like it. No, everything that's, I, I mean, I, I was inspired to do it. So, and yeah. I, and one of the things I, I said, no, the, uh, the, you know, the vast majority of the proceeds, I wanted to go to charity and, and to get the word going. So other yeah. people will, will hopefully do the same. Perfect. Awesome. That's great. Thank you so much for being my guest. We're going to say goodbye, Facebook. I'm going to stop the stream. Okay. And let me just stop the record.